welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's new show all about gaming. My name's Tom. I'm also joined by my two mates, Gabriel and Billy. Uh, Gabriel, how you doing? I'm good, thank you, Tom. Wicked, wicked. Billy? A uh, little lack of sleep stayed up too late last night yeah, playing games, know, but uh, otherwise good. That's every day. <laughs> right, okay. As always, I'm going to give you uh, all a brief rundown of what to expect on tonight's show. So, firstly, we'll have our Game of the Week, which we do every week, right? Yeah. It's where we go and rate our game that we've been playing recently, out of 10, put it on the leaderboard, you know, see how much fun they've been, find out a little bit uh, a little bit about it. And then we'll be moving on to our guest interview, right? And we have a special guest on today, uh, my cousin, and we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, so yeah, uh, third segment, we're finally finishing off with gaming news. Have sort of a weekly roundup, <laughs> what's been going down in the sort of gaming scene, all that sort of business. So we'll get onto the first segment just after this first song. start with you billy okay so last week if you remember i, I did a, a little small indie type game called ftl which yeah. i loved yeah so i thought i'd pick something that was about as opposite of that as possible so i decided to go with skyrim Skyrim, what a yes. classic what a classic i knew this had to come classic. up at some point it did it is the elder scrolls 5 skyrim so i've put a fair amount of time into this game and i own <laughs> three separate copies of it <laughs> which is out of the 12 that are probably released oh, on I, different I consoles maybe they, something they, like that they keep re-releasing this thing i think there's like i mean you've got at least six seven because you've got the switch and all the other consoles yeah and there's the 10th edition you've got all the game of the year editions and yeah. all that sort of thing yeah. um so yeah skyrim it is a very long very big very buggy game um but it, it does have its charm I, I do quite enjoy it because it is very... I, I quite like sort of the ability to go around and quest and go do stuff. And I'm, I'm a big fan of fantasy anyway because uh, I got into that sort of thing through Lord of the Rings and that oh, sort yeah, of thing. Of course, yeah, yeah. Quite young. 
Um, so so I, th- I think Skyrim is still a fairly solid game, but I don't think it's truly spectacular. Uh, that's probably partially because it's like, you know, 10 years old at this point. I think, yeah. at, the to- I think at the time that we're talking about Skyrim as probably one of the best games that's yeah. been released in that sort of time since it's come that's, out. That's fair. But let's be honest, right? There's not much that can beat it. But obviously, yeah. you know, like it, it came out that time where, you know, bugs and all this sort of stuff and weird <laughs> things that would happen with your horse. Oh. You just sort of accepted it. Yes, it it does have that sort of charm to it because it is that. But like you said, it, it's charm, isn't it? It's yes. you know, without without it, it wouldn't be the game that we all remember. You know, no, going no. down a horse, or going down the sort of mountain on a horseback, <laughs> oh, and you know, pinging off over horse. the over the map somewhere. You yeah, know, they're, they're, that's stuff that you remember from. Oh, absolutely, it is one of those games that you can go. Oh, I remember this thing that happened, um, like the frost troll on the path to High Hrothgar, which I'm sure. Anyone who's played Skyrim would go, I remember that troll and I hate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for me personally, Skyrim's always been a game that I've, you know, wanted to try. Everyone always goes on about it, but I just never really got around to it. And it's actually almost frustrating that I haven't because I'd love to get my hands on it and really get into it. Everyone always raves about yeah. it. Uh, so, yeah. Well, as I, say, I, I think they've either just re-released it or they're just about to re-release it again because it, it, it was the 10th anniversary. So now is the time. Now yeah, is the now time. Now is the time if you want to buy a copy of Skyrim. Um, I still don't think I can, I can give it a 10. It's got good memories, but it's still not It's, oh, it's close, yeah. It's, I think I'm going to give it like an 8.5. Okay. Wow. So okay. It's, it's a fairly good game, solid, yeah. but it's not, you know, it's not perfect. I have I have a feeling a lot of people <laughs> listening will be like, come on, Skyrim's the, the best game ever. You know, we've got lots of Skyrim fans. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's a you know a reasonable uh, judgment. We're not hitting the tens just yet, but what specifically would you say is the main thing that prevents it being a ten? It doesn't seriously have any sort of focus to it. It's okay. sort of scattered. Like I, I get why they've done that, but I do think that it needs sort of a, a, a tighter focus on on what it's trying to do as a game, rather than be quite so all over the place. If that makes sense, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, I do get you. So there's a new. So I, I don't want to call it Skyrim. There's a new <laughs> Elder Scrolls supposedly oh, coming oh, out six. soon. Yeah, we I know, last week, uh, yeah, I know we discussed this last <laughs> week, but I feel like it's uh, it's right to talk about it briefly again. You know, yeah. we've had that sort of teaser trailer, and that's it. And that was released two years ago. Yeah. when the hell is? Uh, who who knows? Bethesda will, will bring it out in their own good time. They've par- they partnership with Xbox now, haven't they? Officially, oh, I, d- I didn't I'm, actually know that. Yes, they've par- they've properly partnership, so they've got their, oh. the games on a Game Pass and all this sort of right. stuff. So they're not going to be able to release it <laughs> on the six hundred different times. Well, this, new one. this is this is a thing. I feel like you know, you'd think that Xbox, whether the Xbox exclusive or not, is up to debate. It would seem silly if it was. Yeah. But then maybe, you know, maybe it's like a PlayStation's collaboration with uh, Call of Duty where they release sort of map packs in a game a month early or something. Maybe it's sort of similar like that or mm-hmm. you get, you know, exclusives uh, on yeah. the Xbox and, you know, it eventually maybe. does get released on the PlayStation. But we'll see because I think there'll be very, some very annoyed uh, Skyrim fans or Elder Scrolls yeah. fans that play PlayStation. If they don't get it, then Definitely. they're going to be gutted. Absolutely. Considering Definitely. they've waited so long. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Right. So eight point five. Yes, yeah. is that the highest we've had so far? No, I, I, you, gave, I gave FTL a ten because I love. Oh, you were so already. Much. Yeah, God, yeah, man, that's fair enough. Right, Gabriel, hit us. Right, so I've gone outside of the box this week uh, and chosen a mobile game, Clash of Clans. Uh, Clash of Clans is an MMO strategy game available on iOS and Android for those that don't know. And if you haven't played it, essentially, players form communities called clans. They train their troops and attack other players to earn resources. These resources can then be spent on upgrading your defences and troops. Essentially, one of those games that you slowly build up your base, upgrade it, slow grind, but one that is incredibly addictive. (laughs) You know, it it hasn't grossed so highly on the App Store and Play Store uh, for no reason it yeah. is an absolute fantastic game you know if you enjoy tower defense games such as i remember i used to be obsessed with canyon defense or mini clip back in the day it's a bit oh, of a random boy. one but mini, i know i know mini clip everyone though, knows yeah. mini clip yeah. that's for sure anyway one of my favorite games on there was a tower defense game and this essentially just captures that and is an amazing amazing game 
What I enjoy about it is the fact you can just hop on it for around an hour a day and in doing that you can gradually make noticeable improvements without it taking too much of the time and feeling like you're just wasting your life away yeah. on the game. You know, I feel like a lot of mobile games get like that. Yeah, they're, they're very grindy because they want you to spend money on like All their that. currency. All that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... it's, it's uh, a lot different to uh, console games, and you know, I've obviously I've played Clash of Clans for a while. I haven't haven't done in multiple years, but back in back in the day during school, you know, I'd be on that all the time. But it's one of those games where, just like you said, other mobile games, they're all sort of, you know, you've got to waste a lot of time, or you know, it's it's not pay, it's pay to wait. Or is, it pay, is it pay to wait? It's called or pay wait, to win or wait to, to wait to win or something. Yeah, yeah, that, something yeah. Like, along those lines. I don't. That's a term terminology for it, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's sad. That's fine. And obviously over the years, they've added so much to it, I guess. They so, have, yeah. yeah, no, that, and that's another thing that's really important to mention about the game. There is constant improvement, constant investment in trying to make the game better. And I think that's something, you know, you always want to see from a game. And they, they Supercell, do a great job at that. I would say this is probably my favourite mo mobile gaming app. However, because I am someone who much prefers to play games on the console, I'm going to have to give this only a seven but only okay. on the basis right. of I prefer to game on the consoles. I yeah. think I don't think I would give a mobile game personally more than a seven, and that's why I've capped yeah. it at seven. Yeah. And especially comparing it to Red Dead 2 uh, last yeah. week, which I gave an eight, I'm not going to yeah, be... No, that's I'm not in, gonna comparison, be in comparison, it's almost close to that and it's scary how close it, it is yes. and that know. is exactly that's a really important thing to to consider so i'm going to give you an ultimatum right a little Ooh. uh yeah a little test right if clash of clans were to be on console Ooh. would you play it do you know that's i actually, that's actually a very good question and i actually don't think i would i think the whole point of that game is they've carved out this niche where it is for that you know, redundant period of the day where you want to go on, just enjoy it and then take it or leave it. It's not one of those games that I want to hop on a console and grind for hours and hours yeah. and hours, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Okay. Oh. So that's interesting. That so it's just the whole concept of it being on a phone. You can whip it out for what, 15 minutes a day kind of thing. So that's, that's what gives it that, you know, obviously the designers of the game and the marketers of the game know that that's the, that's the case. So, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. So Tom, yeah, okay. are you going to tell us what your favorite game of the week right. is? So I've gone with uh, a roguelike game called The Binding of Isaac, right? And I know it's uh, one of the interviewee interviewees, yeah, <laughs> favorite game. And we'll probably Dan will probably tell me that as soon as he comes on. Uh, yeah, it's it's a game that I've only just really picked up. Um, my friends have been playing it online with me. Uh, and I've just I've been watching them stream it on Discord. And I'm like, oh, this is just it just looks like fun. It's such a casual game that you can sort of sit back and uh, and go through and spend hours on. I'd imagine, but yeah, it's 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 a, it's a brilliant game. Uh, it's sort of like uh, like you said with uh, Faster Than Light uh, yeah. last week, rogue like similar kind of you start thing. off. You know, at the beginning, there is progression in the sense of you unlock characters and you unlock yeah. new items. But have you have you played it before, Billy? No, I have seen other people play, it, but I've never I never it, touched it myself. It's wicked. You should definitely definitely give it a go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's the same 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 sort of thing with roguelikes. Obviously, you start off at the beginning, uh, and then you make your way through a map, unlocking items, uh, defeating different types of bosses, getting loot, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you have a limited amount of. Um, Life, I guess you call it. Uh, yeah, so it's just a fun game, you know. Sounds awesome, to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the strength of Rolex has always been that you can play it a hundred times and not have the same experience every time. Oh, 100%. You, you learn as you go through more, it. More, the more time you go through the game, you unlock so much more as well. The more yeah. items, more different bosses, different stages. That's what makes it so replay, replayable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wicked, so... Uh, if I were to rate it out of 10, this is a hard one because I've yeah. only just got into it and I feel like I haven't even locked, unlocked even 10% of the game. Yeah. Much, I've got so much more to do. Uh, I want to give it probably about seven at the moment. Okay. But I feel like if I were to play it for a couple more months, probably boost it a little bit, I reckon. So Maybe like an eight or a nine. Yeah. Just depending on how much I can play it for and it be <laughs> as just as replayable as it is now yeah but yeah I think s a seven solid 
a decent game I'm having fun with, I think I definitely will enjoy it even more down the line, which makes it so good. Yeah, that, that's, that's never a bad thing is to be like, I know this game is good now and I think it'll get better when I've played more of it. That's the um, thing with these type of games. Yeah. Well, hey. I mean, we, we can't spend too much time about Rolex. We'll begin gushing about Hades again. Yeah, we won't talk about Hades this week, but I'm sure next week. And, oh, almost certainly. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll All right. come back to it again at some point. All right, spot on. Okay, so that's the end of the first section. Uh, after this tune, we'll be getting on with the interview, our main section. So join us for that in a moment. I've been driving all night long, listening to my favorite song, checking lights when no one's home. I've been dancing all night long, I still got your t-shirt on, still been setting plates for two every morning. Like an army at the night, I still hear your heart be fighting through the distance. Hey, welcome back everyone. This is River Radio. We're on the hitbox 
my name's Tom. Uh, yeah, we're joined obviously with Gabriel and Billy as always. Hello. Uh, we've just Hello. got through the first uh, segment of the show, Game of the Weeks. Yeah. So we had a seven point. Is it seven? Eight point oh, five. Eight point five. That's it for, for Skyrim. A seven. Yes, a seven. Yeah, and uh, seven as well for me. Yeah. So we've been sort of media. Well, I say mediocre. So we're still getting through still, games that we're playing. Solid. Nothing exceptional, but solid games all so around. You, you had that one ten last week, and that's, yes. we're trying to we're trying to get to that <laughs> again. Um, so yeah, right. We will at some point. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure there's so many games coming out soon. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> guest interview time. Yeah, I'm really excited to announce this one. It's my cousin Dan, someone who I've been playing games with the whole time of my life, throughout my whole life. <laughs> right, uh, he's just become a streamer. So he yeah. started off uh, his streaming career recently, and I want to talk about that. Twitch. Twitch, yeah, Twitch, that's yeah. the one. Dan, can you hear us? Hello. Hello, Dan. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, sweet, hello. hello. Uh, right, okay. We've got a few questions for you, Dan. First yeah, of all, no problem. we're going to go few, uh, through a few of them in a second. Right. We're going to hit you with quick fire ones, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay, of course. Okay, yeah, you go really for it. Sweet, right. First game you've ever played. Oh, um, I'm throwing you under the bus Legend, here. <laughs> Legend of Zelda on the Game Boy Advance. Um, the Minish Cap, that's it. Classic. Oh. I remember. How old were you then? Classic. How old were you then? Oh, so I must have been seven. Ah. Yeah, I, I must have been around seven, probably uh, seven or eight. Um, there are quite a few games that I played around the time that obviously my my brothers introduced me to. Um, another big one that I remember playing a lot when I was a kid was a RTS game called Dawn of War. Uh, it introduced oh, me to the whole like Warhammer, uh, Warhammer, Warhammer genre. Are you a fan, Billy? Yeah. I am a big fan of Warhammer. Oh, wicked! There oh, we go. Yeah. So no, my, I'll yeah. chip in and say I collected many army of Warhammer oh. 40k over the year. Absolutely love it. I feel like the odd one out now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did the exact same. Yeah, it's it's fantastic universe. Am I am so, I the one? I, am I right in saying that the ones that you can paint and all that sort of stuff and yes. get them in physical form? I, I was never yeah. very good at that, but yes, you can <laughs> get them. <laughs> right. Brilliant. Okay. So, question two, Dan, the most recent game you've played. Uh, Hades. Uh, that's 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 the most recent. We were going to not I talk played. about Hades for one week. Was, one week. I was not going to talk. <laughs> but I've also been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, ah. that's a game I've been playing. Uh, well, I've sort of played it probably a lot last year. I reckon I haven't played it recently, but that was so fun. Yeah, yeah it's come a long way, and they've made quite a lot of changes to certain characters and whatnot. And it, it's so much fun to play with friends. I mean, it's uh, it's quite repetitive in what you do, but yeah. especially with, you know, who you're playing with, uh, every map that you play on, every character that you play with, every killer that you play with, everything seems like unique. Um, and it always seems like a different experience because um, it always depends on who you're playing against. Yeah, um, of course. Some people... Yeah. Uh, try harding it and they're they're going at it and they're really really hard to uh, play against whereas some some people it, it kind of feels like they're playing with both the hands tied behind their back and just <laughs> there's sort of a weird the, skill uh, disparity every time you go into the game isn't there because you either yeah. get someone that will destroy you in a couple minutes or you just like race through it and you're done so yeah exactly yeah but uh it's fantastic game to play with your friends have you have you ever played uh with your friends with one of them as a killer as well or have you just done it i have yes yeah that's um, that's a lot of fun i did that recently with a few of my college friends who have never actually played the game um which was really funny because we got one of them to play as the killer <laughs> and they had no idea what they were doing so we spent the entire game just going around the map just doing whatever following him because he had no idea what he was doing and it, it was hilarious the hunted becomes the the hunter yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Wicked. no i need to jump back on uh dead by daylight that's a game that i had a lot of fun on especially yeah, during lockdown yeah it's, it's a great game oh, wicked okay so we're smashing through these i'm surprised you can think of them so quickly dan yeah. to be fair i would i'd be struggling you know when i did it last week i was like, oh god what's this one but <laughs> Right, this one's probably the easiest, I'd say. Okay. Uh, favorite game of all time. 
Fallout 4. Yeah. Ooh. Fallout Easy. 4. Good. That's yeah. an interesting one. That is a, that, I do love Fallout, to be fair. Yes. Without a doubt. I have spent a ridiculous amount of time <laughs> with, uh, with Fallout. Well, all of them, to be fair. Uh, I remember... 76. Uh, Fallout ah. 4 being special to me because I was going through my GCSEs at the time, <laughs> and I think I was I was about to to attempt like my GCSEs. Um, I think we were doing mocks at the time, and <laughs> I absolutely failed all of them because it was the release week for Fallout 4, and I, I think I got six hours sleep in that week. Uh, I was spending so much time <laughs> playing that game. Um, I think we can. But, I think we can all uh, agree that we'd, we've uh, lost sleep over gaming. Oh, 100%. And, absolutely. And, you know, we've probably yes. should have done some more revision and all that sort of stuff. And as well, I think it's the biggest compliment you can actually give to a game. To be fair, you know, when you're so yeah. addicted to it that you prioritize it over sleep, you know, <laughs> that's when you know it's a good game. Put it that way. Yeah, but um, it's another like Fallout franchise. I. I remember my brother buying the PS3 just to play uh, Fallout 3. And that was kind of my introduction into the franchise. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching him play it and I fell in love. Uh, And Fallout New Vegas came out uh, a few years later. And obviously that just blew my expectations out of the water. It was fantastic. The setting was fantastic. And Fallout 4 was kind of a controversial uh, release. I mean, a lot of people weren't very fond of it, but I went right into it without uh, any complaints. I loved everything. Uh, there are a few bugs there, obviously, with it being a Bethesda game. <laughs> I mean, that it's still there. Standard, uh, you know, it will always be there. Yep. Um, but that's what gives the Bethesda games their charm, you know? Exactly, um, exactly. That's why they're so unique in a way. It's those weird, wacky bugs that you sort of, you know, you love the game so much. And as long as it's a good game, you don't mind that there's a couple bugs. You don't, yeah. you, honestly. As long as you're not at cyberpunk levels. Oh, you know? no. Okay, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a step that's, too that's far. That's a different thing. That's a game-breaking bug. But I, I remember reading this story on, online about Skyrim. I, I have no idea if this is true or not. But apparently, because you know in Skyrim, you can get hit by, like, the giant's clubs and thrown up in the air. Yeah. That's a bug. And originally, uh, Bethesda patched it. Okay. But it was so beloved that the players went to Bethesda and went, no, we want this, put this back in. Wow. So, yeah, so that's, that's why it's in there. Really? Oh. Yeah. So I remember that happening to me without, you know, I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Am I flying <laughs> like, now? I'm now 300 feet in the air. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, that's just the, the spark and the joy that you have from playing those sort of games when those weird things happen. You allow it because you love the game so much. Yeah. Yeah. So the only like, sorry, the only like complaint that I have with the game, obviously, is um, now that we have access to very powerful like PCs and whatnot that can easily run the game, uh, you'd want to run it as efficiently as possible. Sure. Um, but they they design the engine so that uh, the animations and everything, uh, pretty much regarding the game, like the uh, the speeches. Uh, like the conversations that you have with the people, the that your running animation, it's all tied to the frame rate. So if you go above sixty frames, which I can do like pretty easily with, uh, yeah. with this new computer of mine, the game just breaks. It's it just falls really? apart. Um, so weird. You start you start talking to NPCs at the speed of light. Um, <laughs> everyone's interrupting each other. You can run at five hundred miles an hour. Um, just because everything's tied to the frame rate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that just how so the game? If, is that just how the game has has been built or designed? Then. Yeah, it, apparently it's been uh, built that way ever since Skyrim. Um, Weird. Okay, okay, but that means there's an important question. Does that mean you can skip Preston Garvey asking you to save another settlement? Oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. fantastic! <laughs> I might have to find a way of doing that. <laughs> First thing I do is just pop him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what did you what do you think of seventy six then, Dan? This is a question. So seventy six was a interesting launch for me. Um, I was in uni at the time, so I didn't have as much time to spend with it. I remember playing the beta, and there being quite a lot of issues with it. Um, it didn't run very well. Uh, 
even with like the hardware that I had, uh, I tried to play with a friend of mine, uh, Alicia, who's now my partner, funny enough. Yeah. Um, and it was fun to play with friends, but I think it was fun only to play with friends, if that makes sense. It yeah, was fun because sense. I got yeah. the opportunity to play with a friend of mine yeah. rather than playing the game itself. Um, it had a lot of issues. Um, there was quite a lot of uh, repetitiveness with the quests. Um, the exploring didn't feel as rewarding. That's uh, running into yeah. yeah, running into people, it just felt unnatural for a for Fallout game. And I still feel that way. Um, I'm sure it's it's come a long way, and I'm sure it's a lot of fun now. But I, I haven't actually returned to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think at the time, I, th- I think I mentioned this to you before, but at the time I was uh, in Sunderland and I was doing a, another sort of gaming radio show. And I think for about three or four months straight, once a week, like clockwork, we'd have some story about how the launch of Fallout 76 had gone terribly, terribly wrong in some new breaking way. Yeah. Awful. All the, all the YouTubers talking about it. I've, ne- I've never really played. I played uh, Fallout 4 uh, for about an hour two hours it's a game that i'd never really got into but i can see the appeal of it 100 and on youtube everyone i mean everyone was talking about 76 being just an absolute disaster and I was like, how can a game be you know that prestigious be that bad but you know watching the youtube videos i kind of see why to be honest i think it was a turning point for bethesda i think people realized like okay now is the time that you guys can't really get away with this anymore. Um, they got away with it with Skyrim. They got away with it with uh, uh, Fallout 4. Um, the the release of the game should not be filled with this amount of bugs. And yeah. they should still not be present a few years later down the line. 100%. It, it just shows that shortly after release they don't care all that much about how their game runs mm-hmm. they they throw the dlc out and then they're done they move on to the next project do you think if 76 got released the same year skyrim got released because obviously skyrim had its bugs and we discussed that earlier yeah. do you think people would care that much or is it now that you know we're in it was re- what, released in 2019 or 2020 um yeah, 2018 2018 christ yeah um do, do you reckon um people are now more, you know, they notice these things more and they demand more out of a company now to not have these bugs. Do you reckon if it was released when Skyrim was released, people wouldn't care and still enjoy it? Or, I mean, obviously, by this point, Fallout 4 hadn't been announced. Um, And if it was released before Fallout 4, I reckon it would have been accepted uh, rather than people complaining about it that they didn't get another you know fallout standalone game where you can go through the same um environments that you could in fallout 4 i I feel like people probably would have accepted it a lot better um purely because they didn't know what to expect uh to that point they they would have think okay well maybe this is how fallout was going because the the last thing that they experienced was fallout new vegas yeah and that that wasn't even a bethesda game no um, that was by really so fallout, no. fallout by 3 then Obsidian, yeah. i think oh christ okay yeah it was it was done by so, some other studio but and it has ironically pro- perhaps the reputation of the best fallout game while bethesda has owned the ip that's awkward, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. They they're owned by uh, Microsoft now, both uh, yeah. Obsidian and um, Bethesda. We so yeah, we can get, just... one, get all the Bethesda games on the uh, the Xbox Pass now and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. So they're staring at each other in a, in yeah. a <laughs> right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So this one's a really quick question, and I know your yeah. answer to this. And if you say otherwise, I'm going to be really disappointed. Your favorite way to play games, i.e., like the Xbox. PC on your phone. Well, I yeah, uh, PC <laughs> uh, definitely uh, PC. Um, yeah, I, I think you. I started making my own computers when I was around eleven or twelve. Yep. Um, it took me a while to fund them, but ever since <laughs> then, I I'd fallen in love with it, and I would not choose any other. Console. PC Master Race, it's the way. I'm sorry, Gabriel, yes. it's, it's the way, mate. You're I'm just gonna. my tongue, Tom. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm sorry, and I've had you know I've had great times on console, but it's just not the same. It's just it will never be the same. No, but but console does have its place. Oh, for for sure. I mean, you know, we can we can have a long discussion about this some other time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this is yeah. This we'll is be sort here of, all day if we're going to we sit really here and will. argue between consoles. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. Right. Okay. Uh, number six, Dan. Who yeah. got you into gaming? Who brought me into gaming? Who brought me into gaming? Probably my brother, Chris. Um, I don't see how I would have got involved with gaming any other way. I feel like it would have naturally come to me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like that happens for quite a lot of people. But I feel Chris already knew about games. He already it was interested in a lot of it. And I feel like a lot of my interests stem off his. Um I've definitely developed my own. Uh, I feel like I've surpassed him. Does he still game now? now. Does he what? Sorry, does he does he still game now, or has he passed that? Very little. Very little. Um, That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, I I think he he, he's interested by it, but obviously he was the master, and you're the you're the padawan, and you've you know you've overtaken him now, and you're the sort of that's how it works. Jedi master in the terms of gaming. Let's now strike him down. Right. Yeah, I'm the I'm the nerd now. So this is the thing. I I, I said last week on the show, uh, who, who got me into gaming? I put you, Dan, because obviously oh, we've, we've been gaming. Oh God, how since we were what six seven together, maybe? Yes. Yeah. You know, playing various various games. You know, I had my GameCube. You had your PlayStation and all that sort of stuff. And I'm pretty sure that was sort of around the first time we got into gaming together. Obviously, Minecraft oh. as well was a big one. Were we really that young? I think it, was, it must have been eight years old, maybe maybe slightly maybe slightly older, but definitely around that time. So I was, I was thinking really hard, and when the first time I played my my first game, and like, God, I can't imagine myself playing Dawn of War at the age of like five. No, um, it must it must have been. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I'm I, pretty sure because I remember sort of being in my old house with my old you know family computer and skyping you back in the day and playing Minecraft. So that's definitely a long time ago. Yeah, that was that was secondary school. I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, game okay. GameCube uh, oh, that was, was before. like primary school. Yeah. Um, that was probably like the the, the best. Um, yeah. Memory I have Mario Kart and all games. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mario Kart, the DS. Oh, oh you yes. used to bring over all your oh, DS yes. games. You had your you know the DSi and I had the DSi XL and you had the uh, the 3DS at one point, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, you you had the the better D, uh, DS for Did a I? while. Was it? I was so jealous of it, and oh, then I to... came along with the three DS. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, right. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting because yeah, like I said, obviously you were definitely one of the first people that got me into gaming. That's for sure. Because we remember playing yeah. the, on PlayStation, little, little Big Planet, and all that sort of stuff. Oh yes, fantastic. Yeah, yeah we great uh, time. we've played a lot. Great played time a lot together yeah. over the years. Yeah, right. Okay, the final question, Dan. This might be a tricky one. Uh, okay. The upcoming game you're most excited about? That's actually quite easy. Oh, um, there we go. You already planned it out. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the Total War franchise. Yep, absolutely am. Um, Personally not, no, but it sounds interesting. I know, I know of it. I have a feeling I know where this is going. Yes, so the game I am looking forward to the most is a game called uh, Total War Warhammer 3. Yes. Um, (laughs) Billy Billy is celebrating right now in the studio. (laughs) I have spent probably like close to a thousand hours in the the second Warhammer uh, Total War game. Uh, It is incredible um, what you could do in this game. Just the, the sheer... Like quantity of units that you can control, the uh, types of units that you can control, and the universe that it's based in is so vast and so interesting. You will spend a very long time in uh, a game like that if you're interested in the universe. Is it a game um, that I need to look into and pre-order and all that sort of stuff, or is it something for the die-hard fans of that genre? Or that oh, it's probably a niche pick. Yeah. It is um, a niche one. Mm. maybe i should do my research first then yes having said that though i think it's a very 
obviously I played Warhammer like I said earlier yeah. and instantly as soon as you talk about that game I'm instantly getting really excited yeah. <laughs> imagining a Warhammer game you know you're in full control of your armies etc etc yeah. I think anyone's gonna love it if you're into that kind of thing you know did you say that you're a uh, a console gamer? Though? I am. Is it? Don't don't do yeah, this. Gabriel, to me. Gabriel yeah, Gabriel is a you're, resident you're console player. Yeah. Oh no! It's only on the PC. Another reason why PC is master race. <laughs> well, Another no, reason I'm why just... you need to buy a PC and play PC games, Gabriel. We'll say yeah. this. I don't see forever. it anywhere else, though. I don't think it'd work on consoles. Nah. It's one of those no, games, no. isn't it? Grand Stra- is it Grand Strategy? Is that? It's it's it is. Really it's it's. Real-time strategy games. Yeah. So close enough. Yeah, okay, cool. But there's so much micromanagement. I don't think you could ever do it on, on a console. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not a chance. Oh, wicked. No. Right, Dan. Awesome. Thanks. You, you were excellent in those key questions, right? That's I, I right, I, you yeah. Know, Thank you, you very had, much for having me on. You just had a an answer for everything. I'm going to let you just <laughs> sort of explain, because obviously I explained earlier you were setting up your Twitch and you've been doing that for a while now. Do you want to give yes. the listeners just a quick rundown of what you do when you're on and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. So my name on Twitch is Daniel SFS. Um, I'm a variety streamer, so I tend to play a wide variety of games. I used to play uh, League of Legends mainly, um, <laughs> but quite, With me. quite recently I have uh, taken taken my leave from that game um, purely for my own mental health. Um <laughs> I tend to, on Mondays, I haven't had to because I've had this interview with you, Tom. Uh, On Mondays, I do a Pokemon trading card game unboxing Oh yeah, uh, every single Monday. It's probably the highlight of my my Twitch. Um, A lot of people seem to enjoy it. Um, Can't go wrong with Pokemon. It's something that I enjoy doing too. Um, I tend to play other games on Wednesdays. And Fridays, those are the days I have off work. So I would play a variety of games from Don't Starve Together, uh, Dead by Daylight, uh, The Binding of Isaac. Oh, yeah, there's, um, there's my game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could go into The Binding of Isaac for hours. Yeah, I um, wish we could, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just starting off. I'm nearly at affiliate, so that will open oh, wicked, up man. a a whole lot of options for me in terms of advertising my channel and how to um, allow the users to interact a bit more. Um, I recently got hold of a stream deck. Thank you, Tom. Um, You're welcome. And it allows me to navigate my my stream a lot better so I can change what screens I'm viewing, uh, what sound effects are playing currently, what music I'm playing. Um, but yes, it, it's it is quite new to me. I've been doing it for a few months now, You've but been it smashing is it, very interesting. You've been smashing it. Yeah, you know, I, thank I've you been very much. tuned in for the, the Pokemon streams, and it's been wicked, mate. So keep, yeah, keep at you. it. That's what I say. Get that get that affiliate, and you'll be you'll be well on your way, mate. Hopefully, yeah. Looking forward to it. Wicked, right? Well, Dan, thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome. Yeah, thank, oh, you, know. thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Dan Daniel SFS on Twitch, everyone. Thank you very much. Right, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. See you later, Dan. Um, right, so now we will be finishing off the show with our final segment, which is our gaming and news. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back after a quick song, and we'll get right to it. Yeah, sounds good. Wicked. Sounds amazing. That you said
to River Radio. This is the Hitbox. My name's Tom. Uh, if you've just joined us, I'm joined myself by Billy. Hello. And, uh, Gabriel. Hello. We're enjoying it today, boys. Yes. Having fun still. Loving it. Wicked. Right. That We had just had an amazing interview with my cousin, a Twitch streamer. Uh, he's called Dan and he goes by the name of Daniel SFS on Twitch. That interview was amazing. It was wicked. That was great. Lovely really hearing from him again, reminiscing on our good times playing uh, Minecraft and stuff at eight years old. Um, <laughs> so we're moving on to the final segment of today's show, gaming news. We've got about 10 minutes. We're going to smash through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should mm-hmm. we start off with Billy? Hit me, Billy. Yeah. So something I found out really recently, which I thought was really cool, is that Sunday, like the Sunday just gone, was apparently National Video Games Day in the USA. Hey. Yeah, they have a National Video Games Day. That's wicked. That's really cool. Why do we not have one of those? Yeah, so, we do so need one. Did you know what they do on National Video like, Game Day? So a lot of people, like a, a lot of like Amazon and stuff, will do sales and stuff, which is always cool. Sales oh, are great. Love, more people should sales. do sales. I, yeah. I, I want yeah. to buy more things. <laughs> um, so there's that, that sort of thing, and like there'll be companies that do like celebrations and stuff. It's the usual sort of. I mean, it's a little bit corporatey holiday thing, which yeah. is a little bit. Eh. But at the same time, National Video Games Day. That's so cool. We can we can celebrate it by playing even more video games than we already yes, do. We should totally do that. Just dedicate our whole day to playing video games, like every other day. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That sounds great. Wicked. All right, spot yeah. on. Gabriel. Yeah, so have you guys heard about the feud between Apple and Epic Games at all? Yeah, they, they were suing Apple over something, weren't they? Correct, right? This so, is news to me, by the way. Okay, okay. Well, so for, for those of you who don't know, at the end of last month, Epic Games, who are probably most well-known for developing Fortnite, they offered a discount to users on the in-game virtual currency if the purchase is made outside of the app store, right? Now, why that sort of annoyed Apple is because Apple take home a 30% cut of everything purchased through the app. So clearly, this is probably some kind of strategy had something to do with preventing Apple from stealing that little 30% chunk of revenue. And understandably, they were pretty peeved off about that sure so in response they've now come out and said we are disappointed that we've had to terminate the epic games account on the app store meaning you can no longer find games such as fortnite on the app store probably indefinitely which is quite that's pretty big so they just cut them off cut them off of the app store oh wow now obviously the legal battle is still ongoing so time will tell whether this holds true but I think definitely for the time being it's looking like Epic Games are completely banned from the app store and it's important to remember that that relationship was mutually beneficial in the sense of um, Epic Games probably had access to a lot more customers through that yeah. channel. I mean, how, how many people have an iPhone? Exactly, exactly. And equally, Apple were probably racking it in off the amount of oh. that 30%, you know. I, I think Fortnite is the like the most profitable game in history or something ridiculous. It, might, it must be. The amount, yeah, of, people, the amount of people be. that play that. It's, it's absurd. Definitely. And yeah, that's, yeah. So 
what about all the people that have been playing Fortnite on their phones? Yeah, Do they have the game installed? Does it just uninstall? Or What happens? Now that I'm actually unsure about, but I imagine they might have maybe like a, a grace period where they leave the game active and then okay. eventually they'll take it all down slowly. Because didn't that happen with Flappy Bird? They, Something you know, it, it like got that. taken off the app yes. store and then you could still have it if the game was installed. That's it. That's, it. that's that exactly what right. happened yeah. to Flappy Bird. So I imagine it will be that kind of thing um and yeah maybe you'll get ipod touches or iphones that are higher value purely off the basis of having Fortnite installed maybe yeah, I, I seem to remember people selling iphones with like flappy bird and stuff that's on it back it. in yeah, the day I, I, this is this is something that's going to be happening so yeah. if anyone's listening and you have <laughs> you have yeah. i will buy that from you <laughs> and then sell it on for a lot well, more profit <laughs> well that that's the question do you think epic are gonna like compensate people who've got this app like you know if you proved you bought you downloaded our app and did all this stuff on it we'll give you the game and this much like in-game currency or whatever <sighs> interesting well, i hope so and also i think epic are probably going to be trying to win over those apple customers and try and get them back on their site now they've lost access now they've you know prevented that access so i imagine they will put in place some kind of measure Oh, interesting. Oh, wicked, right, Billy. Yeah, I, I have another Second bit one. of news. It's, it's not quite as lighthearted as the first one. It's, it's still quite interesting, though. It's about EA, um, which I know yeah. I know is immediately bad dun, news dun, because dun. it's EA. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you haven't guessed, don't have the most sterling reputation. Do, do, do the users now have to pay in microtransactions to hear the rest of the story? Or is this... <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. If you listen, you have to send me £5 so oh, I can tell you this. <laughs> But no, no, they've apparently filed a, a patent for a new kind of modeling software. So obviously when you're making like characters and stuff in a video game, you need to have artists spend like hours and hours making, you know, these people and you have to do all these stuff. But mm -hmm. they, they filed this piece of software that you can take like a bunch of photos of someone and have it make the model like for you. Okay. Which is both really cool and oddly slightly concerning for all those poor artists. So they don't, yeah. so you're saying... They can just take photos of you pretty much like anywhere and yeah, it can form a, a former model based off of it. Yeah, so that that's the thing that I, I saw people like come up in, in discussion about this, which is people like, well, is everyone who they're going to take photos of going to consent to this? What's they going to do? But it's an interesting pattern because they also say that you can take just the clothes so you can sort of erase the person so you can use it for like in-game outfits and stuff. Well, that's cool. That is you know, really it's, cool. It's interesting. And it, and, it, and it would sort of reduce costs on games and reduce turnaround on like how long it takes to make this well, stuff. Well, that's, that's the thing because before, obviously, you'd go into a studio, you'd have to have sort of like the dot suits uh, oh, to yeah, record animations that, and have loads of, you know, 360 cameras and all this sort of yeah. stuff that would take... Thousands I mean, of photos of yeah, you. And I mean, it, it still doesn't get rid of that because that's as much about animation as it's about like modeling. Yeah, of course, yeah. But it it is gonna cut down on stuff like that, and it's. I think it's gonna be really interesting. And this is mostly for the graphic side of things. Yeah, it, it, mm -hmm. it's for you know like because um, you know they do FIFA, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you know they have to have model all the players. So it'll help. The idea is, I think that it'll help with stuff like that because if they can model the players so. off the actual players, like come in for half an hour, we'll take pictures. Well, of that can only be a good thing. It. Only be a good thing, surely. Had you, you know, getting a, a player from all around the world, players from all around the world, to come in, get a few po photos quickly, and then you've got their digital face that you can just upload onto the game, just as easy as that. Yeah, honestly, I am particularly excited about this technology because I play, well, one of my favourite games is NBA 2K. Ah. And part of that game, one of the best things about that game is playing my career where you make your own player and then you sort of act as if you're in the yeah. NBA. Yeah. Now, they've always had a kind of photo recognition software that enables you to make the guy look somewhat like your uh, ah. face with Connect. But it just never works. I've probably tried every year for five years and it's never worked for me. So to me, I, I'm actually really excited about this as oh, long okay. as it proliferates to other um, game developers. Oh, well, that, touch wood. Well, that's the problem is that they put a patent, patent on it. Patent so it, they, would, they would either they have they to charge people on it. Yes. Yeah, that's how yes, it works yes, these yes. days. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, Gabriel, have you got a lot? one last... One last piece of news before we end this show? Or? I, I do. I think I can just about squeeze Give it Give us a in. rundown. Speed run it. Speed run. Oh, oh, oh. So basically, Call of Duty launch yeah. uh, their beta the, uh, the weekend for PlayStation users only. The beta will be made accessible to everyone the weekend coming. So if you do want to try it out, make sure you pre-order the game. 
Doing a little bit of digging online, I found that the usual teething problems are there. Supposedly, people aren't happy about the strength of score streets as well as how easy spawn trapping it is. Uh, so old. Exactly. This doesn't worry me too much because yeah. we do hear this every year. People comparing it a lot to um, people are comparing it a lot to the Modern Warfare from 2019 as well. Sure. So okay. if you did like that game, this might be for you. Wicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Mm-hmm. It, it's still in beta, so there's always going to be sort of little issues like this as you come up. That's the point of a beta. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, that was perfect speed run. Okay, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we we are coming to the end of the show now. Yeah, uh, this has been a hitbox, our second episode. Gone fantastically. Like I said, great guest Dan Daniel SFS on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say, boys? Just um, we'll see you yes, next see, week. See you next basically. week. I, I hope you all had uh, great fun listening to the show. Yeah, it's been a pleasure as always. Oh, one more thing. Actually, two more things. Oh, Ooh. remember I said last week. Posture, sit up straight. Oh, yes. Lads, come on. Need to I'm, I'm hulking over right now. And <laughs> we have an email now as well. We oh. are not the hitbox, just hitbox at riverradio.com. So if you are listening and you want to send us an email about anything about your favorite game, a video, uh, a link to your Twitch that we can shout out, be my guest, send that to us. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope you guys have an excellent week. We'll see you next week on Tuesday, 8 till 9 as always. Thank you very much and goodbye. Yeah, bye. Running through it lies to get it mm. When the night falls and traps and the fall me and you Cause you're the only thing that makes it better Cause you're the only thing that makes it better Let's get along together Cause you're the only thing that makes it better Let's get along together Soundtrack to life in the Thames Valley. River. Radio. On the web. To the Batmobile. Let's go. On your mobile. Hello. And on Alexa too. River Radio. That's it. Hmm. I pronounce that River Radio, but I'm always working on how I say things and I might not have it right. <laughs>